The word of the Lord today comes from Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 to 12. Seeing the crowds, he went up to the mountain, and when he sat down, his disciples came, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is the word of the Lord. Beloved, look over to your neighbor. Say, neighbor. Neighbor. Oh, neighbor. neighbor. In 2020, 2020, which beatitude will you have? may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, like I promised, today's message is very short, as we've spent a lot of time discussing already. Let us pray. God, I thank you so much. I thank you so much, Lord, for allowing us to just be here together, to just go through your word. Father God, I ask you to just help us to begin understanding of the sermon, first sermon that you gave to your people, Jesus, that they may come to know and understand and see this not just as a challenge, but as something that your Holy Spirit gives them the strength to live out each and every single day of their lives. God, we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' mighty name I do pray. Amen. So as I mentioned earlier, we've gone through this list of Beatitudes. And I think the ones that I want to leave with you guys for just these next couple of minutes is the one in verse 6, verse 7, verse 8. The hunger and thirst for righteousness. But we can't do any of those without the one in verse 3. And in verse 3 teaches us, The blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. To blessed is more than a temporary or circumstantial feeling of happiness. It is a state of well-being and relationship to God that belongs to those who respond to Jesus' ministry. The poor in spirit are those who recognize that they are in need of God's help. And theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So we have to first recognize that we need God's help. That we need God in order to be able to make it. Without God, we can't. Why is it that we have such a challenge with meeting each and every single one of these Beatitudes? And one answer to that is pride. Because our nature prevents us, our nature is counter to each and every single one of these things. Our nature doesn't want to be meek. Who wants to feel like they're weak? Our nature doesn't want us to recognize that we are in deep need of a savior. But when we realize that we are blessed, that those who are poor in spirit are blessed, we're able to understand that that is the direction that the Lord desires for us to be. 
says, those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted. In this situation here, those who realize that they are poor in spirit, that they are in desperate need of Jesus, that when they go to the spiritual bank, they are bankrupt. They have absolutely nothing if they don't have God. Those are the ones who are in desperate need of the Lord. When we can get to that point, each and every single one of us recognize that within our lives, we can see that that is something that can then allow us to be able to see the rest of the attitudes that Christ desires for us to have. Amen? Amen. And then hunger and thirst for righteousness. Hunger and thirst for righteousness is what I ask of you guys this year. A lot of people will say that I am a good person. And I want you to know that the statement, I am a good person, is false. And I'll say, be the first to tell you that I am not a good person. I am a sinner. And I am in need of Jesus Christ's saving grace each and every single day of my life. I mess up. I get angry. I say things that I shouldn't say. And I know that I'm not the only one. So if I try to count on my own righteousness, it's going to get me nowhere. So then I need the righteousness of one who knew no sin, one who never sinned, that is Jesus Christ. And that righteousness that he imputes on us, imputed righteousness basically means that the righteousness of the Christ puts over us. Because if Jesus, if God looked at your righteousness, you would fail each and every single time. We would all be condemned. But instead, he brought his son to come and die for us, that you and I might have life when we confess our sins unto him and trust in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. That is where we're supposed to be. So when God comes to you and he's like, where is this man's righteousness? He sees not yours, but he sees you covered in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. So that is what we must hunger for each and every single day. It says, die to self and pick up your cross. I got an alarm on my phone. Each morning it tells me, die to self and pick up your cross. As a reminder to me that each and every single day is a new day, is a new challenge, is a new battle. But with Jesus, I can continue hungering for that. I continue being thirsty for that. Because Christ is the one, when he does come in the end, will bless each and every one of those who have hungered and thirst for his righteousness. Amen? Amen. And the last piece on here. Those who are merciful. Guys, in 2020, please, if you have a grudge with somebody, if you got problems with someone, whether it be your mama, whether it be your daddy, whether it be your uncle, I don't care who it is, please, get in touch with the person and squash the issue. There's no point of missing out on heaven because it's somebody else. When you think about things in eternity matters, you realize that it really, it's really a big deal. So I want you guys to keep this in mind. To show mercy unto those because Christ showed that mercy unto you. We did so much that we didn't even deserve his mercy. We don't deserve his mercy. But he gives that to us anyway. Amen? And the last piece of this, being pure in heart. 
Those who are pure in heart shall see God. This goes back to when we started back in 2018, when we talked about having a heart for God. That when your heart is mixed with different things, one house cannot serve two masters. If your heart is interested in things of the world, and your heart thinks like it's also interested in Jesus, one of them is going to overtake the other. And Jesus is saying, in order for you to have a pure heart, your heart must solely focus, be on Jesus. Not on anything else. Not on the things within this world that you desire so much more. And I've been there, and it comes time to time. And things come up, you're like, man, I would really like this. But that's when you got to have a gut check and see. If, if something is upsetting you to the point where... You're just about to lose your mind. You got to do a gut check and say, have I made this thing my idol? Have I made this thing my God? Because it's having such a major impact on you. So please, as we're in this year 2020, seek after righteousness. Be merciful to those who offend you. And be pure in heart by focusing on Jesus Christ. And when we do that, I don't promise that 2020 will be easy. I don't promise that things will be simple. But what I do promise is that you'll grow in strength, you'll grow in power, you'll grow in knowledge of Jesus Christ to be able to go out there into the world and share the good news of Jesus with at least one person. That is my challenge for you guys. The first Sunday of 2020. God willing, he'll move us all into the last Sunday of 2020. Will I be able to ask you the question, did you share the good news of Jesus with somebody? Were you Christ-like to somebody in this year? Did your works reflect that of Jesus Christ in this year? What will your answer be? Will it be, eh, no, I'm still thinking about it. I'm still trying to get closer to God. I still want to know God better. Still working on my relationship with Jesus. Or will it be that, yes, I've been able to share the good news of Christ with someone else. I've been able to grow in faith. I've been able to go through struggles and come out of the other end. Or I'm going through struggles and I'm still surviving. And I've grown in Christ. Which answer will you have? I pray you choose the latter. Let us pray.